Welcome, everybody. Episode 33 and a half. No, 33 and a third of uh, Fucked Up My Own Joke of uh, No Means No Thing, No Means Nothing. The podcast were three absolute complete idiots and longtime No Means No fans attempt to find the very best No Means No song of all time, of which, of course, there isn't one by pitting songs against each other, bracket style, gladiator style, until only one shall remain, which is a long way off down the road, but we're going to give it a try. I am your one of your hosts, Jordan, and I'm joined. I'm Matthew. Hello. And I'm the 30th idiot, Michelle. Excellent. Uh, so, hey guys, I'm super stoked to see you guys again. Once again, we're, mm. we're shaving the, we're shaving the mustache pretty damn fucking close. This mm. one's coming out again next week. So it's very topical. Anything oh, we talk right, about, right. we'll be right up there. Uh, yeah. RIP Guilford, Gil, uh, Gilbert Gottfried. Uh, yeah. love that guy. Oh, God. I was real sad. Um, super funny. Fucking Iago. Motherfucker. Uh, huh? was he the parrot in Aladdin or some shit? Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, Iago, what are you bringing up Othello for? Like, oh, yeah, we're talking about Aladdin. Iago was the was the the schmarmy guy in Othello. too. That's why they named the parrot after him. He was the duck in the Aflac commercials. Of course. Of course. I don't think I know that. Yes. And probably a no means no fan. We just don't know that. But I'm going to go ahead and surely. Surely. So uh, before we dive into tonight's juicy, juicy meal. Uh-oh. Let's go ahead and have a little bit of a power, uh, the power of positive drinking. Talk about what we're drinking. I am back on the whiskey wagon because I don't have much Marniac left. So I'm saving it for one special song that has not come up yet. And when that song hits, I'll be pouring You're gonna have a new extra bottle. Tall, I'm going to have an extra tall glass to down the rest of it. Um, but this stuff's pretty fucking good, I got to say. So, and Michelle, what are you drinking? Well, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm a little bit pissed because I think every year at St. Patrick's Day, Guinness just just deluges, if that's a word, the whole United States with Guinness. And, and, and then everybody realizes it's fucking good and they drink all of it. So I went to the store oh, no. and there were bottles of Guinness, but no, 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 no. Took a bottle no, of Guinness? No, Blech. there were no cans and I was pissed. So I really was pissed. So, uh, because I've not pissed, been you drinking can't get as pissed. alcohol, mm. <laughs> well, no, I, I don't get pissed. I just, the fucking flavor of that. Come on. Do I need to get yeah, into man. it again? It's just nope. so good, but I had to get a standby. So I've had this on here before. This is the cozy sweater by iron horse brewery. They make the mm. uh, nice. Irish death, <clears throat> which is really good, but this has a little less alcohol in it. So Knit yeah. that fucking beer. Yeah, it's, it's pretty. It's like vanilla milk stout. I think it's what, what it is. Ooh, yeah, one of the few flavors I will allow into my alcoholic beverage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Right. All right, Matthew. How about you? Well, <clears throat> I had a, a few things. A few things on on tap. Uh, I, I'm sort of burying the lead here, but I got home today with some beer, and my neighbor came home, who is Irish, and. Um, <clears throat> He, his name's Steve. He's in the basement suite. Um, normally it's Matt next door who um, listens to the podcast and uh, gets me interesting beers when I feed his cat, which I'm doing again this weekend. So anyway, right. Steve ah, cool. just, you know, chit-chatting and I brought some, some beers home and stuff. And he's like, what you got? And I told him and he's like, oh, my, my family's here from, from Ireland. And uh, they brought me some special Guinnesses. 
Am I, oh, oh my fucking god! I'm gonna um, get in the so car right in. now. Oh, so right, oh, right here, oh my god! Right here is the nit- nitro surge, the Guinness nitro surge, and I asked him if he could nitro if I could surge. borrow the, the, the little thing because he told me it doesn't have the widget in it. It has this special gadget that uh, it goes on top. And it charges with a USB charger. And I don't know what the fuck it does. Oh, I think it actually drops nitrogen right out of the what air. The so this it, this can, it's a real uh, Irish pint. It's from straight from Ireland, apparently. Um, so yeah, oh fi- 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 558 milliliters. So it's bigger than your standard can. It's you know taller. You can see that. Jeez. And it's She's got, got right. instructions on it. Just... Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! It says right. open shield can and connect device when opening. Push button oh once to god. activate. Hold can horizontal. I don't have the right shape, but I do have a, a, a big glass here. It's pretty. He said, "Yeah, bring the bring oh the biggest one you got." God. And then uh, hold can horizontal and uh, fill glass two thirds, and then keep angle between glass <gasps> and can while slowly tilting. Uh, allow liquid to settle and then tilt to pour the remaining liquid. Now enjoy. So I thought wait, maybe, there was, uh, there was one more line in there. You forgot, which is make sure to turn the capstan motor. <laughs> yeah. Fucking, so yeah, this fucking man. Gadget here with a big gold button and a, and a nozzle nozzle. Um, so I, I guess let's try this out. Shall we? Let's oh try my it. God, I can't believe I'm this. excited and nervous. So I'm, I'm, out I'm out Guinnessing Michelle tonight. Thanks to Steve. Yeah. So here yeah. we go. Yeah. My flat Guinness. That's appropriate. So it's appropriate. It's a night that you don't have a Guinness. I know. It's a, oh, God, this is the worst tease. You line up the yeah, thing yeah. and you, you push the I think I can get to his house before the podcast ends and then I can have my own. You know, yeah. what is it? 45 minutes? 50 minutes? There it is. Guinness with oh, the nozzle on. Oh my Jesus god! Christ, it looks like an AT-AT. Yeah, kind of. You're um, putting the gas in there with that. It's thing? a Star Wars. I don't cannon. know what the fuck it does. Well, I'm gonna like, let's listen. Push the button once. I can't stand the suspense. I don't hear anything. Oh, oh, it's lit up. <gasps> so he says it's charged. The, the Guinness hey, can is lit up. I mean, what? No, the that's, f- that's the can. See that? You can see that at the top. No, I see. It lights yeah, up yeah, the yeah. harp. Oh, I get yeah, to let you know that right. it's good. Jesus Christ. Right, Hold in horizontal. Don't point it at your face. Right. <laughs> see what happens. Oh. Oh. It's like a little. Jesus Christ. My God. God. Is it? Is it? It's foaming it. It sure wow. is. I need also, one of these. A little behind the scenes, everybody. You can't see this, and I wish you could, but. Matthew's Zoom is a little bit delayed, so it's like watching all of this and watching a, a dubbed kung fu movie because his audio is a little bit behind. So as I'm watching him do this amazing pour, it's like I'm watching him be dubbed. Will it's just about the best thing ever. Take a screenshot of this. This, yeah. this needs yeah, to be like the fucking the thing. Wait, hold on. God damn it. It's going to take a second. Okay, there's two thirds. Got to slowly tilt it back. Yeah, and then you got to. Okay, wait, hold on. Hold on. Pour it again. My God damn thing. screen caption software. Wait. Yeah. Wait, hold on. God damn it. That's not going to help. Yeah, I, I screwed it up. It's too I, late. I, it's I, doing the thing. People are just going to have to imagine it. This is like church when the priest turns like the the wine into the blood or something here. But that's exactly right. Yeah. You've just seen the No Means No podcast version. Well, you've heard the No Means No podcast version of transubstantiation, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. We're here. Get in line. 
Everybody get in line. We're going to give you our little, uh, you know, Hello, your little capstan motor on the tongue and some of this delicious blood of Mr. Well, Happy. I want you to do the three-part pour. Yeah, which I am Hell going yeah. to wait. That's, that's what's happening here. We go. Here. Cool. And in the meantime, Sweet. before I, well, I've cheers. been wetting my, wetting my cheers, whistle fellas. with this Patina Brewing Company Kiwi Patina. Sour. Yeah, well, good, good palate cleanser. I I can't believe what I just witnessed. And let me ask you, what what what's happening with that gizmo when you're done? Oh, I'm giving it back to Steve. So they brought it's it bar, from it's on home, loan. and they're going to yeah. take it back with them. And this no, is no, no, something no. you can get there. I guess so. I he, I didn't get the whole story. I mean, you can look it up on the Guinness website, I'm sure. But um, yeah, his his uh, his family one, brought yeah. it to him, so I just don't know whether he's going to be able to buy these nitro cans. I'm sure they're fucking everywhere. Like whatever. Guinness is a massive company. <clears throat> Come on, this is America. If there's something you. can be done with a USB uh, shit, that, we've got it somewhere. For fuck's this, sake, this this isn't where I am. This is not America. This, let, let me tell you something. Do you want to listen to this? Look, my friend, who I'm going to talk about tonight very shortly is going to Ireland tomorrow. Cause that's where he's Ooh. from. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to request gonna some him. items. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. You got your first one. I'm right there. First two. I'm getting that can with that squirter. Yeah. Nice. I'm going to have my own with a lit harp. That is amazing. Jeez. That's pretty amazing. Jesus. Well, listeners, I don't know how many of you have anything that cool to drink, but you know, grab your water, grab your vodka, Grab your booze, your beer. Grab your, your babes, techno Guinness. Whatever you got. Grab your techno Guinness. <laughs> oh and and join us in this no means Amazing. no rave. We're, Thank we're you, going Steve. deep. <laughs> yeah, Thanks, Steve. Steve. I want to talk to you. We all enjoyed that. I'm going to have um, a word with that guy. All right. Gosh. So let's let's approach let, let's <laughs> let's draw our two yeah cheers first of all Looking, cheers you two you good to see oh, you oh look both. at that good to see you <laughs> oh shit <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> it's all over his stash he's got a beer stash <laughs> that is sweet sweet you gotta take a screenshot of that <laughs> got got no got milk got no means no wait don't don't lick it off oh no. i got it oh Oh, that's a good one. Oh, Jesus. I got it. Although it just looks like you've got two big buck yeah, teeth. Yeah, no, in the give, give another squeak here. Get a good. Now it looks no, like you have. Good. Uh, I missed the first one. Now it looks like you have. Uh, what, what do dogs get when they fall there in we the go. mouth? Rabies. Rabies. Yeah. Rabies. All right, I got it. I got it. All right. We've tortured our audience enough with shit they can't even watch. I promise some. Actually, I don't promise this, but I'm threatening someday, ladies and gentlemen, for us to start recording these by video. Maybe round two, we'll do that. We'll have to see, but and throwing them up on the tubes. But uh, for now, just use your imagination. And we know you all have really good imaginations because you listen to this band. Right. And you're not going to listen to this band if you don't have a good imagination. And as a matter of fact, it will help inculcate one in you. And, and on that note. Let's dive into our first two bangers. All right. So tonight we are going to put in this corner, Teresa, give me that knife off of small parts, parts isolated and destroyed 1988. And also another live and cuddly classic versus joyful reunion of zero plus two equals one 1991. Holy fucking shit. Mm -hmm. So first, before we let Matthew opine about Teresa, 
Let's go ahead and cautiously take the knife from her and listen to a little bit of this song. Stick that knife back in. What you got for us? Is this their fastest song, would you say? It's got to be right up there. Probably. It's right at the, towards the top. I got some notes about that subject. Super, super duper fast, uh, hardcore uh, mosh song. And, you know, some of the other moshy ones um, annoy, annoyed me more back in the day than this one. I does, uh, This one's just so straight on. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, one thing I didn't notice before, and again, it's just the more detail of wearing better headphones. Um, and unfortunately, this album is not mastered uh, as well as it might be, I believe. Uh, but there's Correct. keys. There's Correct. keys in this song. There's some no. bass notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some bass. Well, I did not hear keys. In there's like three notes. Doom, doom, doom. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Doom, doom, doom. And there's keys in that part. Yep. There's keys. There's just three notes, and they're like the the lowest ones on the on the keyboard. In uh, that's incredible. Yeah, what would you die for? And I'd never noticed that before. And I, that's what I you know. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it's not just the bass that's doing that. And that's you got you got to cool. send me a link to those headphones you bought because yeah, I got to get those. I think headphones. I need to hear this. Oh, actually, yeah. I I was like listening to it just on on YouTube or whatever, some you know shitty MP3 or whatever, and uh, it, I could still hear it once I once I heard it. It was it was like pretty sure pretty sure. Cool. That's what it was. Yeah, so that was awesome. Um, yeah, nice. the bass is so ominous in the chorus. Um, mm. And then uh, the just the staccato like gunfire of exactly. Anyway, yeah, I love the singing in unison. I love that the Andy and Rob kind of trade off. But I don't know what the song is about for sure. I never really thought about it. I don't know who Teresa is. I don't really have any theories. I did think about the fact that. Uh, there aren't a lot of personal names in No Means No Songs. Very, very few. Yeah. Nice. Like there's, you know, Joneses as a sort of concept. There's Bob, there's Slade, Slade. there's Teresa. Uh, if you guys can think any others off the jump, I couldn't just like without, I'm sure there are some, oh, wow. but not very many. That's a good question. No. Yeah. So who the fuck was Teresa? I don't know whether this is like an exhortation Me. to 
um, her not to commit violence against someone else or against herself. Is it a song that against suicide? He's trying to convince her not to commit suicide. You know, uh, can you picture me there way up there? Um, and then, you know, I am almost there. I don't know. Maybe oh, it's uh, you know, go. A, 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 go. a friend of his that what, what, what? I thought you were going to start talking about sexual intercourse. I, I wasn't. <laughs> oh, actually, sorry. that was entirely, entirely you. <laughs> That's Bring all in, in your brain. Right. We're not right. like that, Michelle. Okay. I meant almost, me. I'm almost there. Like if Teresa's at the point of suicide, I'm al- almost at the point of suicide as well. That's, okay. that's what I was going for there. I didn't mean that. Um, yeah. <laughs> the, is it a knife or is it a cock? Calling back to another No Me's No Song. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, what would you die for? What like is is that that question? What would you die for? What would you kill for? What would you die for? What would you? What is causing you to go to that point? Um, right. Yeah, it's there's a lot of repetition in the song, and there is this sort of dichotomy, and I don't know whether it is him and someone else, or whether it's him and you know some sort of aspect of himself. I'm going to be quite interested to see what you guys have to have to say about this. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, the uh, like so many of the songs on um, Live and Cuddly, it's a it's actually faster, uh, a little bit faster, a little bit careening, uh, just about off the rails. I don't know how mm-hmm. they keep it under under control. No uh, shit. I do. I do love the fact it's it's the last song on one side, I think, of uh, Live and Cuddly. And then it's uh, yeah. right at the end. It has wow. the little reference to yeah, the, Knives the, and Forks, the riff from uh, Real Love. And then, uh, yeah, Knives and Forks without the forks. Knives and what the hell are you talking about? Do I have to? Andy goes, yeah, Andy goes like, yeah, Knives and Forks and Forks. It's, it's without, really weird. Without the forks. Oh, this is the, li- the Live and Cuddly it? version, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, I thought you meant the original. I thought it was. Yeah, you didn't hear in the original no, no, no. where they have that. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I don't have a lot to say about the song because it's very short. It's very perfect hardcore song, um, and one of kind of very few that are like that. And I like that you know they're not so specific. It uh, you could sort of interpret the song a bunch of different ways. Uh, which is, uh, you know, kind of par for the course, but also like maybe not cool, like, even more nebulous than, than average because there's so few lyrics, really. Yeah. Yeah. Most hmm. of them are repeated. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's just a, a shredder. Um, nice. There you go. I'm, 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 I'm interested to hear what you guys have to say. So say it. Michelle, what do you Fuck. got? Okay. Say it. All right. Do it. All right. Here it goes. This onslaught is seriously cool to me. It feels like Good a word. speed metal Slayer type piece, right? <laughs> which digresses from their usual stuff. The beats per minute is around 168, 169. Oh, Jesus. What? I, I, That's right, crazy. Right, I'm not going to spaz out again here. No, dude. Right, spaz no, it. no. Okay, so. My most favorite part is the digga 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 for section. Oof. Rob's like, excuse me, may I have your may I have your license and registrations, please? What's happening? He intrinsically asked Teresa 
And then the music to me sounds like a theremin. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, and that's. It's, 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 yeah. That, that, that bottom part of the an organ or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like. Gotcha. Or, God, I just totally. Jill would be out for a little bit there, didn't I? <laughs> you did, yeah. But yeah, that's like a, a whole step and then uh, down a minor third, which is makes up a tritone. So, tritone is three whole steps. Try. Nice. Three whole tones. Tritone. Huh. Nice. Creepy. Try. Creepy. What? Oh, nice try. Okay, nice. yeah, yeah. I seriously want to know the story about this song. Did they know it, Teresa? Does she have a knife in her hand? <laughs> this had to be seriously hard to play. It sounds relentless as a freight train on the loose, and then it makes a few inquiring pit stops along the way. The use of triplets in the beginning and the mm. give me that knife part. Triplet, triplet, triplet. Yeah. Triplet, 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 triplet. Yeah, the last one isn't a triplet, but the but the first the first two are. So uh, the what about the beginning? The giving the annoying part is totally slamming and ends up amping the anxiety and the fervor. To use Jordan's common description, this song is a total banger, and it perfectly kicks your ass with its fury. I wouldn't ask them to play it these days, but I would love a lounge version of it. Oh, nice. That would kick ass. That would kick ass. Give me that knife. Give me that knife. Hey, hey, girl. What would you die for? Let's prime. Almost there. Now we're getting back to sex. Let's cut it out. All right. Um, Yeah. I would echo a lot of what both of you said. I I remember in one of Andy's comments, I think to us, not maybe in a private chat, he talked about this as one of their... Hanson Brothery songs, what? right? Which I think is just because it's sort of not because it sounds like Hanson Brothers, but oh. because it's really fast yeah. and three chordy in mm-hmm. a way. Um, and I mean, I think it's a good bookend with Dead Souls, which is another song yeah. that sort of has that same feel on this album. So fucking good. This is a great song live, right? Just because it's thrashy and the pit just goes fucking nuts. It's it's great. And that you both talked about this, and Matthew, when you said that, when you said gun like machine gun, that really makes me feel. It's so tight, and I love that the the bass guitar and the drums are all together on those parts, mm-hmm, right? They're mm-hmm. completely in unison, uh, yeah. uh, and even the the vocals. Teresa, give me that knife. Yep. It's mm-hmm. just everything's like together. It's so yep. fucking perfect. Um, and yeah, it's one of their few like super thrashy, uh, thrashy. I mean, Brainless Wonder kind of on wrong oh. in a different way, right? But but this is like super hard thrashy fucking punk it's su- it's super good right there. which is really different than the tone of this album which is one of the things i love about it it's not other than dead souls it's just a, it's just a it's an oddity and almost like a oh you guys want to call us punk okay well here's our version yeah. of the hardcore punk mm-hmm. but you know then we're going to go and do real love so fuck you you know like that's <laughs> uh, fucking great um I mean, John's machine gun snare on this is just, it's mm-hmm. just fucking crazy. It's fucking machine crazy. I got to, I got to re-listen snare. for that. I got to re-listen for that, the, the, um, keys. I don't, I have never heard that. I hear Rob on the bass doing a like a really fast pick, but I don't hear that key. So I got to go back and listen to it. Yeah, me too. In terms of the meaning, I've never been able to shake the feeling that this is a song about religion. And here's why I think that, because first of all, to me, well, not just that. Yeah. Mother Teresa, but also Teresa is a religious name. It's the name of a saint. It's a very religious name. If you're going to pick a name, Teresa is a religious name. And there was this, there was a, there was a um, phenomenon known as voluntary martyrism. 
martyrdom a long time ago where people would get so worked up for Christ, nuns mm. especially, that they would kill themselves. <laughs> I think that's still and happening. That's, <laughs> and that's what this sounds about? like to me. It sounds like someone who's so ecstatic. Can you picture me way up there? Picture me in heaven. I want to be in heaven. I'm willing to kill myself in order to be with God. Oh. Can you picture me way up there? I see it. I'm standing there, right? Like I want to be oh, up there with God. Shit. And so I'm going to kill myself. And that, what would you die for? To me, sounds almost like that religious do like doomish yeah. priest. Like, what would you die for? Is this the thing? Are yeah. you fucking holy enough? Are you devout enough to kill yourself? What would you die for? Yeah. I'll die for that. Give me that. Like I'll die for God. Let me kill myself. And I, I've never <laughs> been able to shake that. I don't know that it's not solid enough that I can say with argument, any certainty. Man. But it it the the fervor of the song mm -hmm. is what makes me feel that both in the fervor of like I see it I'm standing there right like that's such a ecstatic sounding chorus and then the 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 low like what would you die yeah. for it doesn't sound to me like someone trying to talk someone out of suicide it sounds more like a how seriously are you going to take yeah, this shit right like are eyes. you really yeah. serious yeah. what would you die for Teresa. Yeah. So that's that's always been my impression. I think mostly because of the 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 name, the, the name Teresa. And like you say, Matthew, I've never it's not you. They don't use proper names. So when they use proper names, I've got to think, well, it's got to refer to something. And the only thing Teresa refers to to me is is religion. It's huh. St. Teresa. Uh, there's, you know, Mother Teresa. It's you couldn't pick a woman's name other than Mary, hmm. which we're going to use differently right. that to me. That to me means religion more. There's no woman's name that you could say that would make people not think of Catholicism or that kind of shit other than Teresa. So I, I think there's something in there about that, but but I'm not sure. Maybe she's a painter um, though, and she's just high up on a ladder. And no, know, she could be because it could all, all it could absolutely be like someone trying to talk someone off of like killing themselves because they want to be famous or right. you know like there's all sorts of other interpretations. But I've never been able right. to shake the religious one. It's no, someone that's, that's just that's stuck really in my head since huh. the beginning. But there's I lots of Saints song. Teresa. I, I just yeah. looked it up. Saint Teresa. There's a lot of Saint Teresa. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 It's a big this one. one. It's a very religious name. Looked it up. Like there's Saint Teresa of Avila, uh, Spanish mm -hmm. um, nun, um, known for her raptures, which sometimes involved levitations. And <laughs> and then it uh she Can wrote Can you down see me way up there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Is there a saint it says that there's a conclusion, speculative conclusion, she may have suffered from temporal lobe epilepsy. So uh, that's interesting. Well, there you go. Huh. I, yep. Makes you float. Yeah. Uh, nine out of 10 doctors. All right. Well, so that's all I got about Teresa, but I do love this song. I think it's a great palate cleanser uh, on a very, a very brooding album in many ways. And this one's just mm. gets your, it, it sticks its finger right up your butt. And it's like, come on, get up, get up, dance around a little bit. <laughs> up, 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 up. Anybody ever wakes um, me up like that, they're gonna have they're gonna have problems. Oh, they're gonna have a knife. That's right. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's move on to something far more mellow and relaxed. You know, and, I thought uh, that this one might have closed out Teresa. I thought it might have closed out that album, but it hasn't. There's still one it left didn't. on that album. Well, I was gonna say, and I wanted to say this earlier, we actually have three other album closers in this. Yeah. Raft. So it's a little disappointing that no Teresa way. wasn't an album closer because Joyful Reunion and the last two, which I won't talk about yet, all closed their original no respect. Not original, but they all closed their respective albums in one form or another. We'll talk about it as How we get to that? those. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of three album closers and one palate cleanser. <laughs> I don't know what you'd call it. Yeah. But yeah. Let's move on to maybe one of the best album closers of any fucking album of all fucking time. Uh oh. Uh, <laughs> 
joyful reunion and let's get a little joyful and listen to probably just the whole fucking song. That's what I'm going to put in here, but we'll see what clip I put in. All right, here you go. I cannot imagine what you got to say about the song because there's so much to say. So go for it. Dive in. Let me hear it. This is, uh, yeah, one of those ones I was a little bit worried because it's, uh, for me, Ghosts and Joyful Reunion are, are a one-two punch and they're difficult to just like, um, yeah. you know, Tired of Waiting and Stock Taking. It's very difficult oh. for me to, or, you know, Tower and, and it's catching up. Um, hard to disentangle them to a certain extent, but they are so musically different that um, I, I, I didn't have as much trouble as I have with those other ones because um, you know, ghosts and joyful reunion. And I've mentioned it before um, really helped me get through the loss of my dad mm-hmm. um, ghosts and then joyful yeah. reunion. And so I, I think it's a song about resiliency, but it, it's also um, again, it's, it's that, sort of a dialogue with Slade again, I think it's, uh, you know, um, the dark part, the part you want to banish, but also, also the strong part. Um, and he's talking mm. about, um, talking to that aspect of the self, I think, um, cause it's a joyful reunion. You try to distance yourself from that dark part of yourself, but it always comes back. It's always there. It's part of you. It's your dark side. It's mm-hmm. your other side. Not only do you see dark side, dark side, light side, but it's your other side. And it's, um, you know, maybe the part that you you, you seek to uh, distance yourself from, but it's it's always there. And um, right. this is the dark side talking back to you. And um, it did certainly help me with, um, you know, losing my dad and sort of coming back to myself. And um, that uh, maybe I... Uh, you know, I, I looked up to my dad. He was my friend, and uh, not many—I don't think everybody can say that about their about their parent. And uh, that was cool. That was a cool realization. And I realized that uh, I was strong enough to get along without him. And this song really helped me um, come to terms with that. Uh, so, yeah, fantastic yeah, song. Good. good stuff. Um, 
one of the very few songs I, there's no bass in it <laughs> it's there it's just really buried i think I but it's something. it's there i hear it. there's bass it's just not I'm it's the guitar is way it. out front it, it's way the guitar way out front uh and of course the drums and there's so very much drums and i i don't think i was disappointed to discover that uh we, we found out through a conversation i'm like that's not a double bass pedal he wouldn't play with a double bass pedal but i don't think that yeah. is possible what he's doing i don't think that's possible and it turns out that it was indeed double tracked <laughs> there's so so many drums yeah yeah i didn't realize i don't remember when i don't remember that conversation but that's amazing yeah but amazing right there (laughs) don't track so much thunder drums oh you could probably still probably still do it yeah i'm like you know you're listening to it and i'm like there's there's just simply not it's not possible to to it's not possible to do it even there. with his eight arms and six yeah. feet i think he could do it he just he just didn't want to because he needed to save his chops oh i i love the footwork um on the hi-hat he's not playing the hi-hat it's just and the the, the china chuck the china. Uh, china. Um, uh, i love the the, the triplets oh suck fucking um, on the toms and it's just relentless the whole way through the drums relentless. are relentless perfect the yes. um the vocals are also relentless and it is um some of my i sing this one and uh almost every time i hear mm-hmm. it it's one of the ones that i know every fucking word um and rob's vocal range is just so incredible um w- when he says you can't kill me is one yeah. of the most powerful oh, vocal lines in anything it just what it says and how it says it is goddamn um, sermon yeah totally so many lines in this song um i you know look at this face i'm the one you love um the white light of truth from heaven above an angel heaven of above shit, fucker it's fucker. like <laughs> adulation of unreasonable maybe it's you know it's, it's your dark side but it's also those that part of you you can't realize that that's sort of you're looking up shit. to yeah, you're look you're looking up to yourself. You're looking up to your ideal, and it's just like no, you're you're just you're never gonna you're never gonna achieve it. An you're angel just of shit. <laughs> so great, beautiful. Um, <laughs> your name calls me. Your mirror is my gate. Um, smash, smash the, the looking glass. glass. Fucker. Um, wow, I, think I hate to be fucker. Hard not to talk about the the part where um, the guitars stop and it's just the drums for a little oh, bit, and then my it God. just the the guitar kind of tears back in, and that's exactly the the verb that I that I feel. It's like it's tearing through that mirror. Yes, yeah. you know, it is uh-huh. smashing and tearing through that mirror. Yeah, yeah, the guitar is tearing through the mirror. Um, yeah, so the and then the they're just oh. guitar noises. Those aren't noises. That's not a noise. That's that's apocalyptic beauty. Yeah, yes. totally. That's Adam um, in the end times ten. There are I have as we always discover, um, I looked back into the lyric sheet because I wasn't sure. Um it says shake, break, mutilate, grind me into the ground, but consistently break is spelled like the brakes on a car. And I don't think that's right. But I do know that John Wright is a poor speller. <laughs> so, <laughs> is he really? So, <laughs> okay. so I think that might have been a mistake. But also, um, a lot of uh, the lyric sites say raise the institutions. And it's not R-A-I-S-E. It's fucking R-A-Z-E. No, it's R-A-Z-E. R-A-Z-E. 
destroy oh, it, like level it to of the ground. Oh. Um, and then, although I think it could be both. Like he's got a lot of anyway. I'll, I'll stop. Could be, huh. could be. I know I don't get back into it. And then, of course, uh, one of the last lines and one of my fucking favorite lines, especially as a dude who likes to grow things in the garden. I'll grow up with the first rain just the same. Fucking a. Isn't that something? Yeah. Jeez. yeah. This this is the best last song. Uh, on yes, uh, uh -oh. undisputed. Yeah, and um, I gotta say, we got one coming up later, and it's actually pretty good too. I don't generally like uh, it when they tack stuff on to the ends of albums, and I wondered about but. the end of All Lies, but yeah, I am wrong. Coming up later, that's another pretty fantastic one uh, for the end of Wrong. But it, uh, this is yeah, I can't. I, I it just can't compete. It's just so amazing. No. I love no. the fact that it's the last song that Andy performed on, mm, on a regular right. release. Fuck yeah, that's right. Um, and so it's sort of like, I'll grow up again with the first rain. That's just the same. I, I sort of thought, okay, well, no means no is going to come back then, even though Andy is leaving. So it made me, right. Uh, made right. Me feel wow. so happy it gave me, gave me some hope. Um, yeah. Um, I love that. I looked up cut and dried as well. I, I wasn't, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that that's a metaphor for some crop or other, you know, it's, it's just something clear, simple, according to plan, but also banal and boring and um, hung up. Bye-bye. Um, huh. it, it's almost like, you know, this dark side of yourself and it's dismissing the, you know, the banal regular guy. Anyway, I got tons of songs, tons, tons to say about the song. I probably telegraphed which song I'm going to vote for, um, but I hope that I will have lots more to talk about this one in the future. Yeah. Uh, if it makes it through, <laughs> yeah, if it makes it through, maybe who knows? Well, I don't know. Who knows? All right, uh, Michelle, how about you? All right, I love watching live videos of this. Watching two drummers and two guitars. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a treat. But I do think the original has bass in there. I think so too. Yeah, I, 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 I'll Especially in those it. noisy bits where it's that like, right, 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 right. like oh, yeah. some of that goes so low. Yep. Maybe they maybe they double tracked it with two. You know, maybe one was maybe. bass and one was another guitar. Maybe maybe somebody will fill us in a little bit. On that. <clears throat> <laughs> Maybe that'll help. I don't know. Subtle. We're subtle. Burn it, burn it out there. This is No Means No meets Motorhead, and you all know it. <laughs> right? Yeah. I have a very good friend I was talking about earlier. He's from uh, Ireland. He's, or excuse me. Oh my God, he'll kill me. He's from Northern Ireland. He's from. Oh, uh, yeah. Don't fuck what, that what up. What's the big. Black. Belfast. Michelle. Huh? The he's big a, bird? He's from, Belfast. he's from Belfast. Yep. Yep. He's from Belfast. I'm going to see if he can give me one of them Guinness things. Anyways, he says this is his favorite piece, and with good reason, as I see why so many people just adore the shit out of it. The, gigant the, the gigantic pick slides are a true treat, and while I oh. always love hearing them, I'm glad the band oh. never overdid it with them, right? I mean, can you yeah. think of I don't think they do it. Maybe a couple other well, places slightly, but not like this. Big slide! This song has a positive vibe because they're a positive band after all. And I like how <laughs> yeah, it adds yeah, to the powerfulness of it, of it. It's a celebratory piece with the strength of an ox. My personal favorite part, along with the pick slides and thunderous drums, is the line, smash through the looking glass fucker. 
Yeah. This triumphant slam dunk is their dooziest doozy and a fan favorite for all the right reasons. Fuck yeah. Fan favorite for sure. Yep, <clears throat> yep, yep, yep. This song, okay, I know often I get made fun of for this, but this song slays. This does so slay. fuck you. No, no, this no. This slays. No, no Santa Claus. Santa slay. No, it it no, slits Santa's no, throat with no, a no. giant battle axe, <laughs> sticks his head on with a pipe. Teresa's knife. Take, Teresa. <laughs> yeah, with Teresa's knife. Yeah. This, the, you know, Matthew, you mentioned about singing this song. I do the same thing. If I, I've always wanted there to be some fucking like no means no karaoke somewhere and this would be the song i'd put on i want to just yell this fucking song on karaoke i love this song it is so fucking great and you always know you're in for a treat with no means no when it starts with a drum count off yeah fuck yeah but whenever you get whenever you got a drum count off on a no means no song you know you're in for a fucking treat and this one's got that one two three four you're like here it comes and that 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 yeah that that neck scratch, that fret scratch at the beginning is just the tease in the best oh way. It's just like, and then suddenly it's over that balls to the walls, fucking drum assault. And then those simple chords, but they're just, it's just, oh my God, it just shoves its joy and power right down your throat. It is gorgeous. We were just kind of, we were referencing this song recently with uh, Red on Red, right? Which it, yes, I think does bear yes, that comparison. Yes, yes. It does bear that comparison, but it was good beer, right? Good. Oh, but it does bear that comparison. But um, but this song stands above all of those others. I mean, this is just, mm. this is, I mean, I agree with you, Matthew and Michelle. I, this is probably their best closer of any album. I, I know Andy, one of the things, if, if we ever get Andy on the podcast, which I, I think we will at some point, um, he's talked about different tracking on oh. of zero plus two, which I'm really interested to hear about how they kind of went back and forth about what to put on this album. I really want to know, like, was this ever in consideration not for the last song? Cause I can't fucking imagine zero plus two equals one without this being the last track. Huh. It just, this, like it has to oh. be the last track. It is so leaves you wanting perfect. more. Oh, well, it leaves me wanting more, but it all, it leaves me wanting more of this song. I don't want mm. anything else after it. No, I no, just no. want to hit it's rewind, ahead, which I like... do often. I'm like, just hit rewind. I want to hear it again. I want to hear it again. Like I want to hear it again. But it. I don't want anything to come after that. Yeah. Like, no, that's uh, it. Yeah. The, the end of that show, of that when the, you turn the lights on and you're fucking sweaty and maybe have like you're a Sweaty and drunk and happy <laughs> and pissed that it's over, but just loving the Rouse shit out of it. on the floor. You're kind of choked yeah. up. So, you ever get choked up at a concert? At, at one of their concerts, I fucking absolutely. have absolutely. choked absolutely. up. Absolutely. Yeah. So, God, so much to say about the song. And I'm already getting kind of fucking buzzed. So Good. I, I want to echo what what you guys have said. And Matthew, you pointed this out. I, and we've talked about this a lot, but... Jesus Christ, Rob is his vocal. He's such mm. a good vocalist. Mm -hmm. And it's not because of his technique. It's because of his fucking passion. Yes. It's so yep. sincere and so in. like real. And it's just like this direct conduit to his fucking heart and soul. That's just coming out directly. And I, God damn me. If there's another vocalist who's as good at that. Who's as good at like fucking talk? Who's as good at communicating that? And this song, it's so in every goddamn line. Mm. He's just communicating that power. Yes. He is purely from his fucking heart to your fucking heart with no gas in between. It's just right there. And I'm totally here for it. I, I think it's yeah. beautiful. I think it's sublime. Mm. I think Rob 
He gets talked about as a bassist all the time. We need to talk about Rob as a vocalist. He's fucking insane. It's crazy what he's able to do because of the passion. And there are songs coming up that I'm going to go even crazier about with that. But this song is high on that list of his ability to communicate directly to me as a human being. And it's fucking Mm. gorgeous. And Matthew, I think you've nailed it on the I've got some other stuff to say that may be a little tangential and dive into some of the other stuff. But in general, I think your uh, lyrical analysis is spot on. I think this really is about that unconscious part of ourselves that may be a little bit darker, but is also righteous is also that's part that's righteous and wants to smash through our our own fucking accreted sort of uh, uh, social norms and the part of us that's just sort of fallen asleep. And Mm. this just wants to smash through all of that shit. And it may be a little dark because it's uncomfortable, but it doesn't strike me as the same darkness as Slade. This strikes me as sort of that more righteous fury that's oh. coming through and not so much the, the darker part that's uh, that's that's trying to lead you back into the darkness, which is what is almost to me in a way, I have to say, like the other side of, of that impulse of Slade. It's the other part of the unconscious part. But there's very much that thing in there. And you, you, you said it. You said it beautifully. Mm-hmm. Also, mm-hmm. though, I was thinking about it, listening to it now, and there's a part of it that feels really fucking relevant on a macro level, right? Because this is a very intimate song, but there's part of this that also feels a little bit like that. It's time for the fucking guillotine, fuckers. Like a little bit of that. We've, you know, it reminds me of the art and not to, like this is two episodes in a row. We've, I'm getting a little political because I talked about dark ages. And so I wouldn't I actually don't think Rob was necessarily thinking this, but this is what it makes me feel. What? There's a lot of arguments going on right now. It makes me think because of fucking uh, Elon Musk and his garbage with Twitter and free speech oh. and all of that. Where there's this feeling that like you can't tell you you know like all these people who are complaining about being repressed or are 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 stifling free speech. This song is the anthem of those people who are standing up and going, "We have been kept under for fucking two thousand years. Yeah. Fuck you! It's time to hear my voice. Smash through the looking glass, fucker! Yeah. You cannot keep us down anymore. It's our turn, and we're gonna have a reunion, and you're just gonna have to fucking sit back and take it." I'm sorry. It's our turn to speak up. And it just makes me feel that energy of like, yeah, of course, all these people are getting loud and strident. They haven't been able to talk for fucking 2,000, 3,000 years. Mm -hmm. And there's that energy of just like, you know what? It's time to raise those institutions. It's time to tear down all of that shit. But I want to point out one lyric in particular that blew me away when I really listened to it this time, because it just points out how fucking brilliant Rob Wright is. So there's those different choruses, first of all, all of which are brilliant. There is no road to ruin, not a final solution, just a grand execution of our joyful reunion, right? Which all of those are like well-known sayings, final solution. We all know what that means. It's really fucking dark, road to ruin, joyful, uh, grand execution, grand. And all of these things to me, what I think is brilliant about those verses is that each of those phrases, much like you pointed out, Matthew, with raise the institutions, they can actually be their opposite. Each of those things can be their opposite. Grand execution could be meaning this is something that we've done really well. We did it with a big fucking oh. thing. It's a grand execution. Or no, it's the public square where the guillotine's coming right. down. Right? Like, each of these things can be taken in both frames. Oh. And he does that with every fucking one of those verses. It's we'll raise the institutions, raise and tear down, raise, right. make all new resolutions. It's just, it's fucking brilliant. But the line where he says, um, through these painful convolutions. Now, I wasn't sure what a convolution is, but I've always loved that fucking line. I've always thought of it as a convulsion. But here's what a convolution is. 
A convolution is it. Now, listen, it's a math. It's a math. No, no, that's right. It's a mathematical operation on two functions that produces a third function that expresses how the shape of one is modified by the other. That's the whole fucking song in two words. Painful convolution. That's the entire fucking song in one obscure word modified by the word painful. Only fucking Rob Wright would sneak that shit in. Only Rob Wright would sneak in differential fucking calculus that has esoteric meaning based on the psychological content of his fucking song. This guy, this album lyrically to me is their absolute pinnacle. I don't know. I I don't know. I want to credit Rob for most of that. I probably shouldn't. But fucking hell, this guy is on fire. And just reading into that and realizing and really thinking about it like, fucking a it's kind of it's not a throwaway line but it goes by so fast but it's it's everything in two fucking words Mm -hmm. it's just it's just fucking gorgeous this song is enormous and large and intimate and 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 right at the breast fuck it's Mm. so fucking good i can listen to this song every day Mm -hmm. and like you matthew this is the one of the songs that i demand be played at my fucking funeral loud live fucking live shit well, if if, <laughs> yeah. if only, but who the fuck else could play this live? Hopefully, exactly. they'll be dead long before I am, just because they're at least twenty years older. But no, I don't I, want them no, dead ever. No, never. Never. That's true. Never. No one, no one could die who's created this. In all seriousness, exactly. I hope they are immortal because of this music, oh, and I hope oh. this sort of no means no renaissance is sort of bubbling up. And mm-hmm. when Jason's book, which we're all fucking ready for, and what, not ready, I mean it's it's cooking. And the re-release, I, I really do feel like there's going to be a renaissance of this band and songs like this. I cannot wait for people to discover this fucking song who've never heard this band because it is as relevant now. It is as exciting now as it has ever been. And there are a billion people out there who've never heard this. And it's yep. going to be the best fucking day of their life when they get to hear this song. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, so That's it. Shit. That's all I got to say yeah, about Yeah, I was like, you got to stop there. That was... <laughs> You know, being being that um, you know uh, you, you're talking about that, and, and no means no going through a renaissance, and if there were pressure for them to tour again, your friend who makes you start again just when you thought it was finally the end. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Please? God um, damn. Please. I thought of a. All right. Well, we got to. I, I, I know what convolution means. I mean, it's it's something I didn't know the mathematical d- d- definition, but it's, it's like you say it's a convoluted story, something that's kind of folded yeah, around itself. That's like what it's, I it's thought, com- but... co- complicated and meandering, that sort of thing. But uh, the uh, the the shape of the um, the lobes of you, the ridges and crenellations in the brain, are are also a com- convolutions that's right so pa- your campaign right. convolutions are like the part of your brain that makes us uh thinkers um <laughs> so no so shit. and and i and i'm i'm on record right now as saying i have no doubt that rob was aware of every fucking meaning yes, of all of that of because they all fit they all fit every reads. single fucking he reads and he thinks yeah 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 yeah, yeah he thinks yeah, deeply yeah. but he doesn't just think this guy fucking connects it to his heart and just barrels it right through your fucking nose. I, I don't know. Whatever. I'm done. Let's vote. Wow. Yeah. Matthew. That's a fanboy. 
right there. Yeah, I'm a big fanboy. I know you are. Yeah. I think it's wonderful. It's my shit out. <laughs> Matthew, what do you got? Teresa's great. It's super intense. It's super fast. It's super like charge charges you up. But Joyful Reunion does the same thing, but just a lot more uh, meaningfulness and uh, complex thought and everything like that. And the physical and emotional and mental uh you know the the trifecta for me in this song it's got to be yeah. joyful reunion being that that's it's probably one of my favorite no means no songs period so yeah. sorry Teresa, but uh that's the way it goes michelle uh i'm gonna be honest here and be honest with myself and you guys i know what's going through and i'm glad but i i'm, I'm gonna give some props I, after all that, I feel like a schmo. I am going to vote for Teresa. That's what I said. Oh. I am. No, yeah. I know. Nice. I know. I, do you, I, do you mind? Do you mind? Well, of course not. We all fucking right, no, saw I, I love Teresa. I was great. I, I do. Cause I like when, right. Hey, excuse me. I like that. I like that intimate <laughs> part. And then, and then the music, I, I'm voting for Teresa. But no, let, let, let's great. have it, Jordan. Come on, bring it through. Well, yeah, I'm voting Come for on. Joyful Reunion. I'm actually glad. I, I'm actually, I'm surprised, but glad this wasn't unanimous. Okay. But this is yeah. not an easy one for me. There's been a couple recently that have been really uh, easy in this. Well, actually, this one is easy for me, but not in the sense that's like, well, Teresa, whatever. It's like, no, I fucking oh, love that no, song. It's I, great. I love Teresa. But Joyful Teresa doesn't get into my heart. Right. It doesn't right. go there. Mm-hmm. Joyful yeah. Reunion, like, I feel like Rob's passion. He's demonstrating that element. Uh-huh. That I don't know of any other artist who does it in the way he does. Uh-huh. And I just think it's fucking beautiful. Yep. So, yes, Joyful Reunion. All right. So, Joyful Reunion is going through for now. All right. Boy, that was fun, guys. That no, was a good totally. one. I, I've been, wait, I've been waiting you know, for that song. That's been, I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I've kind of, there'll be a couple more coming up. I might try to quote unquote rank. I don't know where I'd mm. rank this, but it's up at the fucking top. Like, this is, this has got to come for me anyway. I, I would imagine this is going to go. All the way towards yeah, the end of yeah, this fucking podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with good reasons. Um, it's so fucking good. good but, but we'll see. You know, I mean, if it comes I up was, against uh... Baldwin, I don't know. It's going to be <laughs> totally. I know. Oh. Is that just oh, the math? Oh. Just the math at that point. Um, I was trying to think just off the top of my head, like if there were any other vocalists, and of course, like Rob was probably first. Um, somebody who just really just connects with me um, all the time. There's range. There's skill. Um, is uh, PJ Harvey is is another oh one told yes yes she's great artist I, I, yeah. artist I, I've tried I've tried to voice this person on you guys I, anybody has, like that it's like yeah it hasn't anyway. stuck for either of you but my my musical tastes have been stuck in the mud since the nineties mostly maybe a little bit early two thousands was that that was not my motorcycle it was the sound of god yeah uh the uh, the only band that's cracked through my uh uh armor in the last um 20 years was this kind of obscure indie band called hop along who's got a vocalist uh and her voice and her ability to express passion is like like pj harvey to me is like I don't fucking know what I'm hearing, but mm-hmm. this is from another universe. Mm-hmm. And just yeah. so anyway, yeah, there's, but there's very few vocalists that are like that for me. Yeah. And Rob is top of the top of the class. Well, and you, hey, as wait. we'll talk about later, Andy in a different way. If you uh, guys sure. get to say who you like as a vocalist, I'm going to say who Please. I like. And that is Please. Jeff fucking yeah. Buckley. That's my guy. Oh yeah. Oh, Hell yeah. Jeff Buckley. Yeah. 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 Oh, you know yeah. what? 
yeah. listeners tell us tell us uh, send us like on the groups or socials or whatever who who else to you communicates vocally like rob not like Ooh, rob but yeah. at least uh, there's no one like rob but who who means that who, much to you right yeah who pulls who's in, in your balls pantheon? and your brains and your heartstrings all at the same time yeah yeah <laughs> all right well let's uh let's <laughs> let you take a little my balls yeah definitely oh, pulls God. my it pulls your balls tickles them yep. tickles them a little bit mm-hmm. all right um let's uh let's take a little break and let the you listeners hear the voice of somebody else. And I think this time we'll let you hear them first before we give you our dumb sales pitch about stroking our ego and sending us in shit to our social media accounts, shit like that. So today we're going to thank listener, Peter, Rachel. I, I think it's Rachel could be Rochelle, but you're not French. So I think it's Rachel and you uh, sent us some great entries. So I'm going to play not these. There are three of them back to back. Not in our Facebook group, which is great. No, so, Peter, cool. thank yeah. you for these. Hey, really appreciate no, 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 it. No, it's cool. And uh, is it? I haven't listened. I haven't yet listened to these all the way through because I want to. I, I kind of like to be a little surprised, like strange he is. Yeah, I haven't so heard them at we're going to go in here and hear these and uh, settle back. Let's hear what uh, Peter. Thank you very much, sir. Has to say about this. Uh, eh, it's all right, band. Okay. Hi, my name's Pete. Um, just finally getting around to submitting this. I've been meaning to do it for a long while. I've been listening to the podcast right from the start and thanks to you guys you know really enjoying it um i've always been obsessed with music and i always used to love just getting in my car and listening to music and um the last couple of years though i started listening to podcasts and audiobooks on my way to work Mm -hmm. and um really sort of changed my life i think and um yeah i've just really got a lot of enjoyment out of the podcast so thanks for that um so i grew up in england and um, when I was 16, I moved to a little town near Derby, a.k.a. Derby. And um, <laughs> I was 16 years old. I had to leave behind, you know, the, the friends I'd grown up with my whole life. And I, I met a guy called Sean. Um, they called him Chalky. I think he had uh, he had sort of jet black hair. I think that's where it came from. But um, so he we were we had quite a lot in common. And he listened to a lot of sort of Slayer, Metallica, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But and I was more into um, like Bad Religion, No Effects, mm-hmm. Black Flag, all of that kind of the skate punk type music from the states because uh, I had friends who were skaters before I before I moved. So <clears throat> we, you know, we we both got on well. And he just happened to listen to the John Peel show one night mm-hmm. and heard the No Means No session. I think that was around about nineteen eighty nine. And um, had a couple of tracks from Wrong on it. I think Wrong was either just out or about to come out. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he, I went over to his house. He played me the songs. And um, then we both went out and bought Wrong. And then, of course, from that point on, you know, it just sort of pretty much changed my life. We, we, we bought everything they'd uh, ever released. I remember having the, uh, the Sex Mad yellow vinyl. Um, mm. And I had every album on cd and and vinyl whatever i could get my hands on but um eventually i moved to the states and sold everything but that's a that's another story in 1990 no means no came to nottingham and chalky and i went to see them and i was just blown away at how good they were live like um you know i loved the band i was obsessed with uh, the albums that i had and uh didn't know what to expect i I never had any money. I couldn't afford to go to concerts. Um, so, 
you know, going to a concert and seeing a band that I loved and they were so good live and the, and the banter and just how funny they were and just how approachable they looked. And um, so they had this uh, raffle and they pulled a ticket out of a hat and um, I'm in the crowd, you know, just having a great time and they pulled my number out and I couldn't oh, believe yeah. it. Just, I was like, what the fuck did you get? You know, this was amazing for me because uh, it was the the prize was a, a hoodie, an Omi's No hoodie. Oh, cool! And uh, so at the time, you know, I w- as a kid, when I was like twelve, I started working like uh, paper routes and then Saturday jobs. Yeah, I used to yeah. work before and after school yeah. Saturdays, and I left home when I was eighteen. And Jockey and I lived in this like miserable little house, and uh, we had a a meter that you had to put these little cardboard tickets in for the gas and electric. And I remember. We had so little money that each month, like it would get to sort of the last couple of days of the month. And if we ran out of power, we had to wait until I got paid again. To, so we would like oh. some months we'd have two, oh. three days where we just had no heat, oh, no honey. light, no nothing. And oh, we'd just be sort of like sat in the dark. And it was, you know, England gets cold in the winter. It used to be yeah. freezing cold. I remember sw- sleeping like fully clothed in the bed. But anyway, so the point is... Um, Winning that hoodie, like, was just amazing to me. Like, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't have afforded to buy it. Aww. So at the end of the concert, I go up to the, uh, the the stand where they had all the merchandise, and they're like, here's, yeah, here's my ticket. You know, I, I won the hoodie. And the guy's like, no, 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 that's your, that's your entrance ticket. That's not the raffle ticket. You oh, have to no. buy the raffle ticket. Oh. So I hadn't won after all. I thought I had. So Chalky thought that was hilarious, but I was just, like, crushed. Did they give you but um, I did have the the wrong t-shirt the be strong be wrong on the back and um i wore that thing until it just fell apart like i remember the the neckline just sort of separated from the rest of the t-shirt <laughs> it had little holes all over it like like moth moth you know like moths had eaten it or something but um it just literally fell apart and i and i threw it out and i wish i'd kept it now but yeah. then the next year they came to nottingham again we got to see them and then, uh, you know, I ended up moving, I left England and um, I was in New York for a start and then I've been sort of back and forth a few times until I, you know, now I live just outside of San Francisco. But, um, you know, I had a family, things like that and, you know, I just never, I never really went to any concerts again for a long time. And so uh, then it was 2010, I was back in England. Um, I lived there for a couple of years again. And uh, went with my brother to see them in Derby. And um, it was a, a little pub and there was like a stage at the back of the pub. And, you know, I got to see them. It was one of the last times they, they toured. And um, I got to, like, the concert ended and, you know, people were just sort of like hanging out and that. And I just got to sort of walk up and, and speak to Rob. You know, he's like drenched in sweat. Yeah. <laughs> and just, you know, got to tell him like how much I love their music and what they meant to me over the years. And, you know, just, uh, it was great. You know, just sort of really nice guy, I think, mm-hmm. just as, as I expected. And he, you know, chatted to me for a couple of minutes. So that just, uh, yeah, that really meant a lot. Um, and then I think, you know, what you guys were saying, just like how I agree, the the fans of No Means No are just great people. Like I've, I've um, I used to be on a forum, um, but, uh, you know, I, I remember like, uh, before I went to that concert in Derby, just chatting to a few fans and, and things like that. And I, I think the reason is it's like people feel like they're in, like they're in on a secret. Like yes. they've discovered something special. Yes. Like, um, yes. you know, we all feel like we share this, um, this thing. And uh, totally. 
you know, I think so many people, I just feel like so many people would like the band if they heard them. It just always amazed me that they didn't become more popular. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, there was so, the, I can't play any instruments. I'm like, I don't have like an artistic bone in my body, but, um, you know, I, I have a real appreciation for the way they play and, and, um, yeah, I just, uh, it surprises me that they, they weren't more popular. You know, I, I love it when I hear people like Dave Grohl, who, who says, you know, how much he loves the band. And um, I'm just curious how many other, you know, musicians and uh, famous musicians know of them, because uh, I do think that they, they're very sort of underrated. Mm -hmm. But anyway, that's it. Mm -hmm. That's my story. So thanks again. And um, yeah, bye. Fucking I fucking great. love these. Yeah. I fucking love these. Yeah. And they're yeah. so good. Man, they're so good. And everybody so good. is like, it, it's, it's speaking from the heart. And uh, thank you mm -hmm. so very much for uh, for sending that in. Um, guys, you know, I, you know, I we, only we, we give you a hard time, but like, it's so awesome when people do this. You should do it. It's awesome. <laughs> be yeah. awesome and beat share your awesomeness with other people. We shouldn't go over the songs anymore. Let's just have people call in, and that'll be the podcast. <laughs> yeah, but then they wouldn't have any, they wouldn't have anything to fucking listen to. So we got to have a little jabber. Wow, come on. But and listen, I also want to say, like, don't be intimidated. I think part of it. Sometimes I listen to these folks, and I'm like, fucking, I can't talk like that. These guys are too good. Like, don't be intimidated. Just call in, call in, send us an email with your text. We've got a couple more of those that we're going to be reading. Yeah, uh, you find know, English and Irish episodes. fuckers. It's like culturally <laughs> eloquent. Yeah. Like, fuck off. We don't all have yeah. that. We're all like degenerated yeah. English out here in so the world. I don't what one thing I, I, I have a, I have a intuition that some people feel intimidated because a lot of the ones we've put on have been fucking stellar. Yeah. But let me put it this way. Every single one we've put on is stellar. If you, if you just yeah. don't overthink it, just turn on the fucking mic and just start talking about No Means exactly. No. I guarantee you it's yes. going to be interesting. We're going to want to hear it. I, I, I Sometimes right? I think when we make this podcast, like, holy shit, like a couple of people in the band are actually hearing this. And if I really thought about it, I would just get so anxious and I wouldn't even oh, want to do don't. it, but I, I just can't. Just talk. I just, just there's talk. nothing I could say that would eloquently uh, show how much I love it. So I just got to just be myself and say exactly. my shit. Like, I and you know, some, something nothing. that Peter talked, something Peter talked about that made me think that he talked about how it feels like all no means no fans feel like they're in on a secret. Yes. And it's true. Oh, and guess yes. what? One of the things that I'm really grateful for is that this podcast has allowed a place for us to all fucking sort of share that secret, mm -hmm. share that love. We want you to fucking be a part of it. We want yep. to hear your little corner of that secret. doesn't have to be like other people's doesn't have to be flashy. doesn't have to be fucking fancy, but we love it. And I'll, I'll go, I'll say just for myself without speaking for my co-hosts, you know, this podcast takes a lot of work, I know, but it's work of love. It's a right. work of love. Yeah. And one of the things that keeps me going is hearing from you fucks. Yeah. Hearing from yeah, you guys, sure. right? Mm -hmm. And so it's great to hear, not about us. I mean, yeah, it's great to hear like you love the podcast and shit. That's great. But just to hear about your love for the band yeah. gives me yeah. juice. I fucking love it. So if you can, let us know. And, and a reminder. Like I say all the time. Exactly. Yeah. Friends, exactly. You know, I always exhort you guys to sort of answer those three questions. It really, that's just a suggestion. That's it's like, it's, it's actually to the people who yes. aren't feeling so confident. It's yes. just to give you some kind of framework to talk about, but it's super not important. Um, yep. Yeah. Anyway. Yep. And, and a reminder, if you do want to, first of all, the ways you can do it are you can email us audio clips at no means nothing podcast 
at gmail.com. Or you can call us at, here comes my movie phone voice for you 90s lovers, (laughs) 415-493-8630. That's 415-493-8630. And a small personal note. Why don't you tell me which movie you want to see? No, hold I'm on, just doing Peter. a Seinfeld joke. Sorry. Wait, hold on. Peter, Peter. Yes. Peter. I'm talking to you. You live around the San Francisco Bay Area. That's where <gasps> I fucking live. Hey. So write us an email, man. Maybe we can go have a beer. Hey. That'd be great. And just geek out about the band a little Totes. bit. Because you're, you're, you're in my back fucking yard, buddy. Totes. Anyway. Totes. Give us a call. Send us a file. Send us an email. We'll read your shit. I will say, I, I not that we prefer, but we love hearing your voices, but we will read your shit too, because I understand not everybody wants to hear their voice. I get it. I don't want to hear my fucking voice. It's hard as <laughs> shit for me to edit this fucking shit every week and be like, I don't want to skip. skip oh my God. Scrub, scrub. Imagine but, for like know, a perfectionist type of person, like uh, you, you start hearing your own vocal mannerisms. Uh, I've never heard my uh, voice recorded this much. Right. I did a radio show for nine years. I think I listened to it recorded maybe twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I listen to these all the time. So, you know, I'm, I'm always, I just, I just did it right there. I say, you know, all the fucking time. I don't say like, like I do yeah. say, you know, and so I'm going to cure myself. Of all these like, it's annoying <laughs> as fuck. So, you know, we're in there with you. So if we, I don't want to hear my own voice. So, if you don't want to hear your own voice, do it fucking anyway, because we want to hear it. <laughs> but I want to, I, I, we're about to move on, because I know we've been talking about this a lot, and I'm a little bit drunk, so it's hard for me to stop, so I apologize. But um, thank you to everyone who's been sending it in. We have been getting submissions. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So we've got we've got some in the can, not a lot, but send them in. We want to hear from you. All right, that's enough of that. Wait a minute. Let's I got, I got, no. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. I have, I have an announcement to make. Please. Stefan, who was the last. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Was the, what, yeah. did, did he write something in? Is that what it was? And yeah, you know, he sent it. He sent a. Uh, no, he wrote something in. He wrote something, uh, in. He wrote right. something and we yeah. read it. We wrote. He he wrote something and we read it. And then he took a. Oh, he took a picture. I got it here on a Facebook. Here, he's in the Norwegian mountains walking his dog. And his dog is named Teddy. And I hereby, I hereby anoint Teddy our mascot. I second right, the right, motion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yep. official. Teddy is the mascot. That's right. And. Stefan, I cannot tell you how fucking thrilling it is and just amazing it is to think of you listening to our stupid fucking voices talking about the best band in history while you're oh, walking yeah. your dog through Norwegian snow. That yes, is about the coolest on. fucking thing in the world. No, it's Oof. fucked up. I, I live in East Vancouver. It, I mean, everybody thinks that Canada is really beautiful and stuff, and it is. Like, and Vancouver is a very beautiful place, but I, I live in kind it's of a grungy Norway. part of it, and I walk through, you know, um, there, there's junkies around and stuff not that they're you know whatever but it's it's there's sadness there's filth and everything like that so Mm -hmm. you know it's so fucking awesome (laughs) to think of people in other environments and actually see an image like this person is listening to my voice and my friend's voices about this band we like in this entirely different environment that's that's pretty cool come on Come on. And there are there are hundreds of you in similar situations, and I just want to take a second before we move on to the next one to thank each and every fucking one mm-hmm. of you. Thank you for listening mm-hmm. to this. Thank you for loving this band, and thank you for continuing to stick with us. And you know what? Pass it on. I, I, I we don't need reviews or any of that. I we talked about that at one point. You know, it would really mean a lot to us if you can. Try to just spread the word to other people you know like this kind of music and like No Means No. Because I, all I want people, I just want more people who know this band to listen to this podcast. That's it. But anyway, yeah. I think we've I, I think we've been band. meta yeah. enough. 
Let's mm-hmm. get back to the meat of this and get into round two. So in this round two, we've got two songs, which in different ways were ends, closing songs on their respective albums. We're going to start off with Living in Detente off of Mama 1982. And this is the album, the LP closer, not the CD closer. Because the CD closes oh. with right. fear, anger, with, with the, with the, uh, the fear, anger, uh, hatred, betrayal, hatred. Hatred, betrayal. Right. But it's the it's the album closer. And I think that's a good thing to keep in mind when you listen to it. And then, mm-hmm. of course, there is. Oh, sorry. So that was Living in Detente off of Mama 1982. God damn, I'm drunk. Mom, mom. Off of. I know I heard it a little bit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Mom, mom. I did not expect this. And then we are put pitting it against I Am Wrong off of The Power of Positive Thinking 1990. But many of us know it because not many of us were lucky enough to get that EP. Off of the CD release of Wrong. Yes. Interestingly, when I was looking at the CD release of Wrong, which I have right here, it has the lyric sheet for that. But on the track listing on the back, it look does it not up. fucking put up. those songs. It just puts all lies as the track ending. I can't so even on the back of the CD, it just puts all lies. It doesn't put the fucking uh, I look Am Look at wrong. that man there smoking the cigarette. I know, look at Mr. Wrong. That's fucking Mr. Wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Glad glad I still have these fucking artifacts. So, all right. I am wrong. I'm going to start off this round. But first, uh, let's not be right. Let's be wrong. And listen to a little bit of this fucking fucking song. First of all, Uh-oh. the fact the fact that this guitar the, the the song starts with the guitar just in the right channel already starts me off balance, which is mm-hmm. absolutely perfect for this fucking song. The fact that it thrusts everything in there is kind of just makes me fucking step back right away. This is one of those songs, Matthew. You've brought this up before. This song is one of their dickier sort of songs. What? It's a mantra. It's it's Dickie? one of those Dikir Dikir Dikir. Oh, Dikir, <laughs> which is a Sufic uh, Islamic uh, uh, a musical sort of chanting, uh, droning <laughs> way of connecting with the divine. It sounded like Dicky, right? I no. did. I'm Dikir. so ignorant. <laughs> Dikir, 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 this is one of those Dikir. in that Dikir Dikir. This is one of those songs in that wheelhouse for me. This is a menacing, brooding, brilliant <laughs> anthem. For the outcasts, 
This is absolutely gorgeous. And while I think Joyful Reunion is one of their best endings ever, this is a great fucking ending. I We talked about All Eyes before. Rethinking of Wrong with All Eyes is the ending. I love it. I think that is a very appropriate ending for that album. But All Wrong really also is a great fucking ending for the album. And how weird is it that this wasn't on the album called Wrong, yet the song is I Am Wrong. Of yes. course you think this is fucking perfect, and it is fucking perfect. Right. Um. But it really, this song really is a a mantra. This song is a fucking like the just the the bass tone, which is just oh. absolutely fat and incredible. Oh my god! And to start with the music, the way that Rob bong 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 bong, but he plays with the he plays with the octaves. He'll do that low octave, mm-hmm. then he plays mm-hmm. both octaves, mm-hmm. the low and the high, mm-hmm. and then he goes just to the high where he sca- he like moves up is fucking genius. And the yeah. way that that affects my soul is fucking genius. Just on like two notes. It's so it's played with the attitude and just the engineering on this fucking bass is just oh. insane. It's so insane. And, and of course, uh, uh, uh Andy underneath this with oh, his guitar goes. is just mm. playing that fucking in perfect Andy format. Just like he's letting the drums be the lead. The bass be the fucking heartbeat. And then the, the guitar is this texture underneath. That's just this beautiful, brilliant fucking texture until of course the speed metal parts where it's fucking up front and fucking with you. You know, it's just, it's, it's gorgeous. <laughs> it's fucking gorgeous. And this song is seven minutes and one second. No, it's, wow. no it's not. It's, it is. Well, it's no, long, I know, but it doesn't seem like it's long as fuck, but it does not no. feel like seven no, minutes. No, it no, does no, not you feel just like surprised seven me, minutes. actually. I never actually looked that up. Right? I, I, I'm surprised right? Some to of their, know that I'm like maybe four it, and a half. Exactly. Some of their epics yeah. feel like epics. This one doesn't. Like every time I'm surprised, like, wait, that's seven minutes? What the fuck? Ecstasy. And I, so listen, there's not a lot of lyrics to this song, and I don't think the nope. meaning is very occluded, right? It's not a it's not a hidden song. There's this great. I love the way that they relay. First of all, let me talk before I talk about the meaning of it, which again is not occluded. That we talked about Rob's vocals. Andy oh. is also a master vocalist, and this song is brilliant in that regard because he's very subtle in his sarcasm. So. I hope this doesn't offend because I know Andy listens to this. I feel like, and I know that Andy actually can do this too, because I've heard it. And often I've heard this more in his solo work, which if we can all agree when we're in between seasons, I actually want to cover Andy's solo efforts because oh, I think they're oh, worth that covering. Would be cool. I think they're worth covering as yep. well as sky is falling, mm-hmm. but Andy in no means no, has a brilliance in his delivery of sarcasm, mm-hmm. which I mm-hmm. is not meant to be a diminishing feature, which I have never heard in another vocalist. And there's a build in the way he sings this song. There's a build from the beginning to the end. There's a build in the way that he talks about those, in the way he delivers those verses, uh, never fear, love is here, right? Those verses, which we, which I fucking love. The first verse is a little more straightforward. Never fear, love yeah, is here. Yeah, and yeah. It's in the second fear, never fear. Yeah. It's so sarcastic yeah, yeah. and dripping. 
he's evolving. The way he evolves, the, the way that he's singing each of the verses evolves to be a little more cynical, a little more biting, a little more dripping yes. every fucking time. He knows how to put that extra stink towards the end to just make me feel it even more. And this is a fucking proud banner of outcasts. This song should be embraced by anybody who's ever felt on the margins. They have this, he has, the lyrics are this great start of really uh, laying out these mantras of fucking oppression and repression. This, you know, you'd better be fucking don't, don't lie. Don't talk about the why. Yeah, and he's sneering. You know, he's starting to sneer. You know, you know, be straight. Don't lie. Don't tell. Tell why. There's just all these fucking, you know, be strong. Be strong. Don't be all wrong. There's these, these, these mantras of repression of the forces that we're up against. And yet every verse ends with this declarative scream of I am wrong. I oh. am not these things. And it is so fucking cathartic Yes. every time I hear it. And it's really interesting. The first time he has that I am wrong, it's four measures, right? It's not that much. No. But the next, but the next three are 23 measures long. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Each of the next I am, that's like a whole song in itself. Whoa. Each of the three verses of I am wrong is yes. 20 fucking measure so shout out to all my robert anton wilson fans and knowing that 23 perfect number for burping and for outcasts so 23 is one of those big numbers i think it's really interesting that each of those verses is 23 so shout out to 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 raw there to raw and those verses also each time they come in they layer in more vocals so each one of those comes in and they start to layer in more andy vocals exactly until the last one just fucking it devolves into entropy. And I really think this song is a highlight of not only Andy's vocal range and, and his ability to communicate that sort of um, gorgeous sarcasm, not disinterested sarcasm, right? There's disinterested no, no, sarcasm. For sure. Fra- this is yeah, a sarcasm. This is a sarcasm that comes from something truly profound. Mm-hmm. That's working. Not like, Nothing means anything, but like, no, all you fuckers aren't fucking getting what the real meaning is. Fuck you. Yeah, I just burped. I, can't <laughs> I like it. Oh. And I love, I love the biting repudiation of false happiness and optimism mm-hmm. in the I feel mm-hmm. great. Let's yeah, celebrate. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so fucking juicy. <laughs> oh and that goodness. last one. Now, one thing is. And this is maybe a bit of errata for those that have ever struggled like I have. I could never understand what. Andy's lyrics were <laughs> no in that last part where he's like, um, love is here and it ends and he starts going wrong, wrong. And he like kind of mumbles off and I never knew what he was saying. Oh. And a while ago, Andy wrote to me and he told me, and this is before the podcast. No, he way. wrote me, he told me what he was saying. What do you say? It's, he's saying wrong, wrong. It's all it's, it was like, I guess it all went all wrong. No. And that's that little bit after the step into my parlor bit, which I'll talk about in a minute. So that's what those lyrics are. And which is fucking perfect, right? It's fucking perfect. And then of course, after that second verse of the, I feel great at celebrate, he takes us into the fucking spider verse, which musically that part is like, I can rewind that part a million fucking Mm -hmm, times and never mm -hmm, get sick of it. That mm -hmm. is speed metal 
mm-hmm. fucking right into my fucking asshole, just directly <laughs> squirt it. I don't give a shit. That kid, that right there. Oh, just bring it. Step into my parlor. Said that that. Step into John, my asshole. Now, John, I won't say he's restrained in this, but John is like serving the tone. But in this part, he's just he just lets his fucking shit fly. He's just like, I gotta, you gotta let me have a moment, man. You gotta let me fucking, you gotta let me spew all over this shit. And he does. He's just oh like God, spraying his fucking fire hose oh all over. That is gorgeous. That and in a song that is so measured and so like its claws slowly sinking into you. It's necessary to have this part of the song that lets loose like this, but it doesn't just let loose. It lets loose with precision. It is a precision attack in the middle of the song. And it is the fulcrum around which the rest of the song turns, right? The song builds up from here and then it, and then it descends from here, but you need that moment. Ain't that love, baby? Ain't that love? Exactly. Yeah, and it's it's very appropriate because it comes off of that. Um, you know, I feel great. Let's celebrate. Don't fear. Love is here. Into into the talk about how love can be a fucking illusion, and it's the spider pulling you in, and it's the spider saying, "Step into my parlor. Everything's fucking great." Yes, and I have to say, it's not. I, it, living in Northern California, I am surrounded by the pablum of false spirituality and positivity. And this is the song that just is an antidote to all of this, but it's not an antidote of nihilism. To me, it's an antidote of saying, no, be powerful in your wrongness, be powerful Mm -hmm. in your, Mm -hmm. in your living on the edges, be strong, be wrong. And it is fully, 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 fully about it. And then this song lets you off into this beautiful entropic ending. They've done this in other songs, but this is a great way to end it. John just starts letting fucking loose. The bass bass line comes totally fucking unglued. The vocals start pounding around, bouncing around in this weird fucking echo. The guitar is just punctuating all of it until finally you get this, yes, Yes, sir. sir. No, No, sir. Fuck you, oh, sir. sir. And then this. Yeah. And then I love that little, again, another thing they do so well. Is that good for you? Oh, or is no, that good for you? That was, that was good for me. Is that good for you? <laughs> it's just like, it's fucking perfection. It's, it's fucking like feedback or songs. unplugging the instrument or something. There's like something yes. that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. You gotta go to the bathroom. So I, I, I fucking love this song. I'm not going after you. Are you out of your fucking mind? No, you got to go. It's your turn. No. I'm done. I'm wow. Spent. Oh, I'm I, oh. Oh, wait. I just got to say something real quick. Please. And that's okay. I was so stoked about talking about I Am Wrong. Living in Detente was supposed to be first. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I I fucked up. But yeah, no, it was you fucked up. You fucked up. Hey, I maybe fucked you up. Can... I fucked up. Maybe you could reverse it in post. No, no, no. I'm going to let it live. I don't do any of that kind of editing in this. I fucked up, but oh. that's all right. I was just so, right. I'm so drunk and I was so stoked to talk about it. So anyway, Michelle, what have you got right. for us right. on right. Uh, I Am Wrong? All right. Enter the fuzz guitar that introduces the equally angular behemoth, oh, behemoth <clears throat> bass that generates the almighty half step. Right from the beginning, this song has 110% attitude and conjures up <laughs> an anxiety level that can only be represented by, and I show you two boys, but God damn it, I can't, the thing. Look googly eyes! Yeah, and I put, the googly, eyes. I put, I put the googly eyes in quotes, which kind of, which kind of gave it some uh, eyebrows. <laughs> it can only conjure up the googly eyes. 
Okay, this is, I put this in asterisks. My absolute favorite part of the song has always been the ever-evolving and looming vocal tone clusters yeah, yeah, that yeah. builds on the, world, yeah. on the word wrong. Yeah. I have to wonder if they just pulled pitches out of their ass and tried to make them sound as disquieting as possible. Do you know what I'm, do you focus oh, on yes. these? Because I oh, yes. so yeah. do. Oh, they're, yeah. just, they're picking out pitches that are just not in the, the layering the, the key them, layering the them, song. layering them. But, and they're wrong but they're in different ways each time. Right, right. Exactly. It, it, it evolves. Building, it keeps building up, Jesus. and it, it's it's the fuck the fire gets turned up. Uh, uh, this to me is the pinnacle of songwriting, having the music, which is its own language, convey the message of the lyrics with neither getting yes. overshadowed. The use of half steps and the occasional occasional tritone is a clear example of the compact chaos this band delivers. And nobody does sing it with me. It better, better makes better. me feel sad for the rest. Bloom, bloom, does it. Come on. All right, fine. The happier parts. <laughs> Okay, don't listen to 70s AM then. The happier parts, <laughs> I feel great. Let's celebrate. Ending is <laughs> on the line. Or, I, I, I can't read my writing. The happier parts, I feel great. Let's celebrate. Ending on the line, love is. And then it, and then it goes right back into the Jaws shark slinking up to bite you in the ass. Oh, Half step. Just today... I'm going to admit it just today. I found out that Andy says I'm no hero mm-hmm. before the, before the wrong buildup and my, my hair stood up. I made my own hair stand up by reading the step into the parlor parlor said the spider to the fly is a sick section that always used to kill me. And the punk blowout along with it is insane in the membrane. Once again, I would like to direct your attention to the glorious master in the back laying down the epic fills in the small Jesus. space allotted to him. Oh, my God. I, yeah. Uh, oh, so good. I, I, the yes, sir. No, sir. Absolute art. This whole song is just another example of art. Yep. Yeah. All right, Matthew. Art. What do you got? Um, Don't have a whole lot to add. I mean, it. it it's pretty basic, but yeah, I know what I know. I'm no hero. Um, I ah. do think it's sort of like, I'm just, so I'm just myself flaws and all. Um, don't come close. It's sort of like a maybe song about uh, unreasonable adulation. I kind of thought that maybe it had to do with um, maybe them uh, dealing with fans a little bit. Like, don't, don't look Ooh. up to me. I'm just, I'm just a guy. And you know, um, I, I got to say to oh. Andy, I mean, it's it's been at a distance, but, uh, you know, I've, I've known the guy for um, n- not when he was in No Means No, he's already in, in Holland, but he was sort of sending, um, I bought his tape when it came out, but I'm like, hey, do you have digital files? And he sent me them. Um, right. And he's been so, so great. And he's always such a good guy to talk to. Andy's mm-hmm. my friend. Yeah. Weirdly I, enough. I, I totally don't even associate when I'm talking to him. I don't even associate him with the band anymore. 
Not and so all. he's sort of successfully done that. You know, I know what I know. I'm no hero. He's just he's just a guy. He's a very talented <laughs> guy who did some amazing stuff. Guy, but you know? uh, yeah, exactly. Um, and that is a good thing. Uh, I love the dissonant harmonies. How di- they are differently oh. wrong each oh. each time. Oh, it's oh, like God. there's like how can I how can I make this sound bad um, mm-hmm. <laughs> each time? Man, um, it sounds great. Exactly. But, but I, I know um, what you mean. I know what you mean. The, the drum beat in the beginning is actually, uh, you know, uh, it's quiet, but there's this tiny little, just one close hat where he just, oh. and he's just uh, listening to that like little bit, you know, quite a complex, but quiet sequence. So mm-hmm. just repeated. There's mm-hmm. this one little close hat, which I, I really like. And contrast is what I like about this song. Um, there's there's a lot of detail, despite there being you know it's relatively simple, but uh, yeah, the, it's it is meditative. Um, but then it's got the sort of happy, shiny, almost pop punk kind of thing. You know, <laughs> I feel great. Let's yeah. celebrate. And it's at first it seems really genuine, and then it comes back another time, and it's super like dripping with sarcasm. And that's right. super, super great. Um, of course, yes sir, no sir, fuck you sir is uh, exactly sort of Victoria thing. <laughs> that's what you say fitting, to the man. Fitting in, so yeah, yeah, very much so. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Yeah, the, the 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 hardcore breakdown of you know step into my parlor, say the set the spider to the fly, and I asked these guys' um, permission to do this. I discovered because I, I I had heard the um, of course you know step into my parlor, said the spider to the fly. I never really knew where it came from. It came from uh, a poem by Mary Howitt. Uh, came out in it was published in 1829. Uh, and I thought I would do, I, I read the poem and I liked it so much that I asked these guys if I could just read it. Um, Please. not having much more poetry to say corner. about poetry corner, <laughs> not these poetry, poetry corner. corner, because the lyrics written by this woman, and I don't, I, I'd have to sort of really think about the lyrics, um, uh, the, the, the verses and everything like that, because I do have a literature degree somewhere in my past. Um, but it, these, these could be no means no lyrics. As far as I'm concerned, lay it down. Um, so, all right. Will you walk into my parlor? Said a spider to a fly. Tis the prettiest little parlor that ever do you did spy. The way into my parlor is up a winding stair, and I have many pretty things to show you when you are there. Oh, no, no, said the little fly. To ask me is in vain, for who goes up your winding stair can ne'er come down again. I'm sure you must be weary with soaring up so high. Will you rest upon my little bed? Said the spider to the fly. There are pretty curtains drawn around. The sheets are fine and thin. And if you like to rest a while, I'll snugly tuck you in. Oh, no, no, said the little fly, for I've often heard it said. They never, never wake again who sleep upon your bed. Said the cunning spider to the fly. Dear friend, what shall I do? To prove the warm affection I've always felt for you. I have within my pantry good store of all that's nice. I'm sure you're very welcome. Will you please to take a slice? Oh, no, no, said the little fly. Kind sir, that cannot be. I've heard what's in your pantry, and I do not wish to see. Sweet creature, said the spider. 
you're witty and you're wise. How handsome are your gauzy wings, how brilliant are your eyes. I have a little looking glass upon my parlor shelf. If you'll step in one moment, dear, you shall behold yourself. I thank you, gentle sir, she said, for what you're pleased to say. And bidding you good morning now, I'll call another day. The spider turned him round about and went into his den, for well he knew the silly fly would soon come back again, and so he wove, wove a subtle web in a little corner, sly, and set his table ready to dine upon the fly. And then he went out his, to his door again and merrily did sing, Come hither, hither, pretty fly, with the pearl and silver wing. Your robes are green and purple. There's a crest upon your head. Your eyes are like the diamond bright, but mine are dull as lead. Alas, alas, how very soon this silly little fly, hearing his wily, flattering words, came slowly flitting by. With buzzing wings she hung aloft, then near and nearer drew thinking only of her brilliant eyes and green and purple hue, thinking only of her crested head, poor foolish thing, at last up jumped the cunning spider and fiercely held her fast. He dragged her up his winding stair into his dismal den within his little parlor, and she never near came out again. And now, dear little children who made this story read, to idle, silly, flattering words, I pray you near give heed. Upon unto an evil counselor, close heart and ear and eye, and take a lesson from this tale of the spider and the fly. So good. Jesus <laughs> so good. Christ. So good. Oh, well, that means they, they added in their own part, and we shall share a love that will never die. That was, I kept expecting that to be awesome. in there, but that's their own yeah, yeah, invention. Yeah. Oh my so God. That so was great. So <laughs> good. So good. All right. Anything else, Matthew, or should we move on to what? No, we're that's supposed it. To that's it. The... All right. Well, Thanks we're for gonna bearing, reverse it. Bear with me there. Hey, look, I, look, I, at my, look at my paper. I didn't tell you guys. I I, I put oh, a post-it note on the bottom awesome. of it for the first time. Awesome. I never had that's to awesome. put more than the paper's worth, or never did. But I, I put a post-it note with extra information. I wish we hmm. hadn't have fucked up because that would be a much better way to end. I think than ending I on know. living a day talk. Oh, but there we go. Just move it over. It'd be funny. No, I can't. I can't. It's too late. Uh, it's funnier that we just leave it as it is. So anyway, we're going to now dive into one of their early songs, which actually ended the LP of Mama, Living a Detente. So let's dip back into the 70s, back in the detente era, and listen to a little bit of this jazzy piece.
girls. Living in detente. So uh, a again, 1982, a fantastic Kafka Kafka esque version vision of Cold War paranoia. This sounds like a song that could have been on the Doctor Strange Love credits. Uh, it's, it's fuck, this has got to be the most straight up jazz piece that No Means No has ever put down. No, it's yep. it's no. it's fuck no. Ooh. What's their most yep, What's no. their most straight up jazz piece? Other than maybe uh, you know, Tired of Waiting is pretty jazzy. Oh. Uh, all that shit. But this yeah, one's like this one's like something else recently. This one's this one's like this one's like stereotypical jazz. Uh, this yeah, is them. Well, all right, this all right. is, this is them kind of mocking jazz. So never for those that for those that don't know, detente is a French word means release from tension, but it actually refers to a specific period in the 70s when relations between the US and Russia started to thaw a bit. And so there was this feeling where there we were exiting the Cold War, the Cold War was thawing a little bit. And so that was the period of detente. It was under Nixon and it was I think Probably something right on the minds of the of the of the of the rights towards the end of this era of the seventies, moving into the eighties. Um, this is very much a peri- a song of that time period, and in a way, we're now on the other end of the time period. We're moving back into detente. We're moving the other way. Uh, relations are getting a little bit more icy, so I think it's a very appropriate Fantastic. song in that Fantastic. way. Um, I really would love to see this song get a crazy uh, beat era dance number or a 60s movie dance number. It's mm-hmm. got a veneer of being jazzy and fun, but underneath it, there's a real rot. Um, right. It's got, some great, it's got some great lyrics in this. Real rot. Um, really great lyrics. Um, this uh, a vicious cycle where overthrow is check, overkill is mate. Or uh, oh, living fuck. in detente where question make dances of people whose stories aren't straight. It's fucking great. What a great line. Early early hints of Rob's genius at wordplay. And I love that part where so it gets into that uh, right in the middle section towards the end where it's not in the middle. It's kind of more towards the end where the where the keyboards get really dissonant. Yep, yep, yep. And then it bursts into that just weird, quiet, dissonant where John's really shuffling on the drums. In. Exactly. And then John just really th- shuffles in the drums. She's really fucking, you know, you can hear his jazz, the, the way he holds his his drums in the jazz to, jazz hold yes. anyway, right? The, the, yeah, traditional um, and then you've, got, then you've got Rob being real quiet saying, it's so quiet. It's so cool. It's so cold, it's so cold. right? And these really quiet things. And that really makes me feel like it's vacillating between this idea of it being quiet, meaning things are quieting down on the world stage with the, the heat of the, the 60s between us and Russia. It's so cool, right? It's cool, cat. And then, and then, then it's so cold. It's the Cold War, right? So he's like talking about all three of these feelings, but underneath of it, underneath it, it still fucking sucks. It's still this awful Kafka-esque fucking world that we're pretending is okay we're pretending it's getting back to normal but it's not um i don't know man this is no means no just being smooth as fuck right Mm -hmm. um am i sorry that no means no didn't go in this direction exactly (laughs) i'm not I'm not sorry. No means no. Didn't really lean into this direction of their songwriting, but this is a great early artifact of their songwriting. I'm really glad we mm-hmm. have it, and really interesting to think of this being the last song on mm-hmm. Mama. Mm-hmm. A really 
interesting, weird way to end that fucking record. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, a fantastic early artifact. Not one of my favorites, but a fantastic early artifact. Uh, God, it's hard to talk about this after blowing my wad on I Am Wrong. Sorry, Michelle, well, no, what do you got? that's a good wad to blow on yeah. it. Wad that you blew. Yeah. I'm almost uh. there. I'm almost there. <laughs> Oh my God. All right. What did I say to you before, before we started recording tonight? Didn't, what did I say that I thought the detente was the, oh, the detente or Dante? Yeah. I never, I, I'm not that hundred percent there with what I'm hearing. Anyways, this, I, I do hear some stuff. So this song is mostly in six. There's an interlude section of eight where the cheesy keys come in for the love boat lay down and creepy dream swing. <laughs> <laughs> creepy dream sequence this song has always kind of killed me as it seemed very loungy strange and cool there are decent bits of their intelligent blend of creepy lyrics filled with ironic lines of very black and white thinking and examples of what you see is not really what's there the owls are not what they seem <laughs> I bet they were big fans of Twin Peaks. I, I'm going to go off the script a little bit here. I bet they were big fans of Twin Peaks. And on that quick note, this band does very much remind me of Dale Cooper. Ooh, yeah. Intelligent, nice. funny, handsome, mm, they like, considerate. They like blue velvet. <laughs> yeah. Considerate, talented, charming, cool, and kind. Back onto the song. John must likely have played all the keys with Rob adding lots of ghostly lines and big eyed whispers. The drums are an absolute treat to hear, and the ride cymbal mm -hmm. is something that yeah. grabs my attention. The ending of this with the keyboard smear is the aces. Nice. Now, guess what? I need to go to the bathroom. Matthew, if I go to the bathroom, are you going to be offended? Actually, you know what? I kind of need to tinkle too. So why don't we put a pause on the podcast for a minute? Unless Matthew, you want to go on some screen I bet while Matthew, we're waiting. Matthew, you want to pee or? They always want to pee. All you right, let's let's take let's take a mass pee break, pee Gen break. ladies and gentlemen. We're going to take a quick pee break, and we'll be right back. I'm the first one back. I have the most practice. Amazing. Is everybody empty? <laughs> and we're back <laughs> oh my god oh, Jesus. did you press the record button oh it's still recording I'll just have to cut it out unless there'll be a, a oh, moment of silence for our okay. friends I, I said a bunch of stuff on anyway. did you really oh good 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 oh, maybe I'll I, keep I, it I, in yeah do it, it. Anyway, now we get to... God, this is not... As Wait, well. doesn't Matthew have ones. to go on the... Uh... Oh, Matthew has to go, that's right. Yes. Yeah, Jeez. Matthew, please yeah. let Let's us know what you think about Dante. this early, early detente of No Means Now. Yeah, detente. Um, yeah, as a student of history, I'd say that uh, detente ended right around uh, the time that this uh, album would have been recorded um, when the Soviets invaded Afghanistan. Um, mm. A uh, thing that they did that uh, you know kind of arguably led to the downfall of the Soviet Union. I wonder if there are any parallels. Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> no. Hmm. Anyway, oh, no. um, the yeah the, the line overthrow is check overkill is mate. Um, that doesn't resonate at all right now. <laughs> um, it's really hard not to talk about. Um, 
Ukraine, obviously, and in, uh, in like talking about this song. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's a little tongue in cheek, um, but you know, living in detente, it, it probably was a bit of a relief after you know the the Cuban Missile Crisis and everything like that in the seventies. Um, you know, the, the getting closer to China, Nixon, Nixon goes to China. They, you know, the, the world doesn't seem so deadly and unfriendly anymore. Um, and then the Soviets go and do something stupid in in the eighties. Um, it, it probably did set a lot of teeth on edge and, uh, people like get back to fearing things, um, mm-hmm. kind of like mm-hmm. I've been doing lately mm-hmm. <laughs> things mm-hmm. I didn't think bit. I was going to have to fear again. <laughs> a little bit. Sure. Nuclear destruction. Yeah. No. It's a smidge. <laughs> anyway, I don't want to talk too much about that. Uh, cause I think it's pretty clear. Um, yeah, detente. I, I love the one up on the Joneses. Uh, this is two right. references to J- Joneses in mm-hmm. uh, No yep. Means No's songs. Um, right. Yep. Yeah, one up on the Joneses. Um, I guess that's kind of what uh, is going on right now and uh, what you know, arms races are generally. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, it's so quiet. It's so cool. It's so cold. J- Jordan, you said it perfectly exactly what I would um, have been saying about that. Um, musically, yeah, I love the, the noir piano. Um, mm-hmm. I am wondering whether the bass is an acoustic electric. Well, or electric huh. acoustic, maybe, I say. yeah. It's, it sounds... I one of those it's, behind it, me right now, right there. Oh, yeah. like uh, the, violent, the Violent Femmes has one of those. Yeah, or use, or, or even a even a, a stand up bass. It sounds it does not sound like a bass guitar to me. Not a You're right. you know the typical huh. one that he that he plays. Mm-hmm. And um, I really was thinking that uh, when I was I was listening to it in my car today on my way home from work, and the traffic was shitty, so I got to listen to the song a bunch of times. Um, and to have a subwoofer in the car. Rob playing acoustic bass, Jesus Christ, that would kill me. Yeah, and oh boy, did it sound good in my car. <laughs> Um, maybe <laughs> cool. better because it's like really, really atmospheric. It wasn't fuzzing out at all. Mm-hmm. It was really uh, pretty fucking awesome. Um, yeah, the game show interlude um, in the middle. And then into the super dissonant chords. I mean, I guess that's uh-huh. kind of like the the, the <laughs> end of, of detente. You know, things feel pretty, you know, jazzy hey, in, the, hey in the 70s and perhaps in the 2010s also. Um, and then... Uh, <laughs> dissonance and uh cool and cold yeah history rhymes yeah Yeah, indeed um that's about all i have to say the um i love the the jazz breakdown Uh, it is definitely a jazz number i I was i started doing the math i think john was born in 1963 which means that he was like 18 or 19 when this was recorded oh how cool right out of high school yeah or maybe still in it (laughs) maybe still in it yeah, it's just interesting to think about them playing songs like this, and then them playing some of the other songs on Red Devil. So different than so much yeah. as the Mama. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I I love that both uh, this song and I Am Wrong and weird kind of back and sound of maybe them unplugging their. Oh, what was that? What? That was me. That was me. What happened? It was me tinking was glass your, on em- accident. Em- empty glass. Yeah, it was me on the empty glass. I can't. I'm drunk. Sorry, my headphones. Anyway, I love how both of these songs end with um, 
weird sonic effects that sound to do uh, sound like they have to do with like unplugging equipment or like thumping the the amp or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's dropping the mic. They're dropping the mic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I love that Mm -hmm. they make those sorts of things part of the part of the music. Mm -hmm. And yeah, yeah, that's Mm -hmm. about that's about I gotta say about uh, living in daytime. I love the fact that um, I am wrong. Living in daytime and joyful reunion were all uh, album closers. Same fucking band. Yeah, yeah. This is an album. I am wrong. Living in daytime. Different eras of the end. Mm-hmm. It's pretty fucking amazing. So let's uh, let's do this vote. Uh, I guess I get to go first this time, right? So I am clearly because I fucked up the order. It's clear where my vote is. Mm-hmm. I am I am wrong. Is where I'm at. That's my vote. I am wrong by a mile. Strangey. Wrong am I? Hey, nice. did I just make a sci? Did I just make a sci-fi joke like that uh, Yoda guy? Also, no, you just or, or, you just or, said or it wrong, <laughs> Doctor Seussish. Yeah, <laughs> wrong, wrong I. Whatever, you know what Matthew, I'm saying, and I'm saying I do. It. Yeah. Matthew, where are you at? You going to uh, buck the trend? Or? Uh, I'm not. I'm, it's una- <laughs> it's unanimous. Uh, I am wrong. It's unanimous. So Got to win. I like uh, living in daytime, but I think it's uh, I a little t- tongue in cheek, and I think it's kind of more of one uh, of the songs. It's yeah, a bit yeah. of a, a curio. Um, I do like the fact that it. Well, I don't like the fact that it's so um, resonant uh, right now uh, in yeah, that's uh, not geopolitics. Great. That's not great. Uh, but I, I mm-hmm. kind of think that that's super interesting. So, in any case, I'm sorry to relegate it to the uh, lower ranks, but uh, I am wrong has to go through for me. You are wrong. You are wrong, and I am wrong, and I am wrong goes through. And it's going to have a joyful reunion with round two. Whereas Teresa, unfortunately, has taken that knife and sunk it deep into her chest. And it's going to be living in detente, Teresa. You're living in detente for the rest of eternity, yeah, unfortunately. She's, got, she's pissed. She's pissed, she's but pissed what off. are you going to do? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we don't know. Let us know what you think about those votes. I have a feeling tonight we probably aren't too controversial on our votes, but we'll see. Uh, in any event, before we wrap this up, we do have a favorite little treat for everybody. Wait a but minute. this time. Can I say something? Am I of wrong? Of course you do. And thinking this is our longest ass episode it's ever. Long. We're off this is, two this fucking is an, hours. It's an hour and 49 minutes without the clips yet. So this is fucking long. And I don't know how these songs got us to be that long. All I do right. know I poured myself extra whiskey tonight and that didn't help. So okay. my apologies. All right. Well, I just wanted to say, but, like, I don't think I've gone upstairs this late. But to say on that front, we've got some teeny weeny little Andy's corrections today. I've taken to only doing two songs at a time, and these two songs were short. So I'm going to go mm-hmm. ahead and read Andy's mm-hmm. corrections. Andy, as always, goddamn, thank you for these. I'm opening so, another beer because I don't actually corrections. have to go to work tomorrow. This is one of those. Hey. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, Michelle, you want to give me my little foley for Andy's corrections oh, corner, please? Uh, thank you. Andrews. So first, John Instrumental. Not too much to say about this. We rehearsed it a lot and nailed down a complete arrangement. The only thing missing was vocals, which this song seemed to need. As such, it remained unused and unplayed. Oh, God. I think we talked about that, how it really could have used some words, oh, and I wondered what they would have been. But, but it's so heard. good. It's a, it's, yeah. it's, it's a little yeah. nugget. All right. And then Predators, a post-mama, two-pieced Rob and John song. It may have been recorded one or two times in my time with the band without success. 
Everything about the song was great live. It followed no fucking in the set for a long time. Mm -hmm. But when the band went to record it, it sounded flat and everyone agreed. Thankfully, a version did eventually come out later on Worldhood. And <laughs> I'll and that's all that Andy has to say, but I will go in and say, thank God they recorded it because what a fucking song that was. Yes. Really good song. Word. So Andy, thank you as always for that. Yes, sir. Thank There's you. some big old juicy ones coming up on the next episode. But in the meantime, No Means No Thing is produced and edited by yours truly, Jordan Flato, co-hosting an excellent podcast. Podcast graphics are by Matthew Kowalik. Michelle Strangest is our third and everyone's favorite co-host and official Foley artist. <laughs> Stop it. Thank you to No Means No for the use of stock taking as our intro and outro music. And what is the bitter explanation for the violence of my indignation? I mean, well, it's the plain as the nose on my face. I'm a member of the human race. It's just deep to me. Se secrets time. Oh, God. It's time for our next draw. I'm nervous as fuck. You're going to scream? You're going to scream, aren't you? I, I, today's I'm not, the day. I'm not, I think I'm today's not, the day. I'm not screaming on this first one, but it's really good. And uh -oh. I'm stoked to do these. I'm stoked for every song coming up. So there's the first. I've had three beers. What the hell was that, Matthew? What, what was that? No, that's not right. Hold. <laughs> yeah, no, there it is. Oh, that's the, oh, that's the that's the Guinness that's widget. The all right, there's hey, our first I matchup. I want to know about that. I want to talk to that guy about that there, Guinness thing. You see, right. you see the first matchup? Oh. <gasps> yeah, it's a good one. Wait, what? Oh. Oop, I can't do that one. It's got the same huh. thing. Wait, now, God damn it, it's giving me the same thing. <gasps> oh! oh! I told you! I knew it. I had to redo it three times because the second song in that first one came up as the song each time. Wait a minute, What? Next episode, we finally get to end the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, okay. oh shit. Because we finally get to end the podcast. The podcast is over. Thank God we did it. We reached the end. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. So is Jordan. I'm, I'm coming. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Good night. So thanks, everybody. And... Remember to off. tip your bartenders when you leave. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay can't here. Can't stay here. Fuck off. <laughs>